Blessings, everyone. Eugene, you're here. Soul Man, quick question. You ever thought about doing your own podcast, getting on here and talking about things that matter to you, how to get people to sponsor your podcast, how to get this on all the different platforms, Spotify, Apple, everything? Anchor is a one-stop shop for that. Recording, hosting, distributing, all your content. It's 100% free, super easy to use, click of the button stuff. And Anchor can even match you up with sponsors, so you can get paid to, pro- to broadcast what you want. I do this for my meditation, my yoga, all the clients and potential clients. They can get to know me, who I am, and what I represent. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it on the side, go to anchor.fm forward slash start to join me and everybody else out here putting out powerful content for people to hear and grow from. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. Can't wait to hear your stuff. Blessings. Welcome to Soul Talk. Join us for another in-depth discussion regarding all things seen and unseen in this world and those beyond. Together, we explore topics that expand the heart and open the mind of all those willing to be activated. And now your host, Eugene Gantz. Blessings, everyone. How you doing? Soul Man here. Follow me on the IG, S-O-L-M-A-N, Facebook, E-U-G-E-N-I-U-S, dot S-O-L, Eugenius Soul. Blessings, everyone. How are you? Today's talk will be about the full and new moon meditations, their significance, their power, how to leverage them. You may already know how. I'll just be talking about how I've been leveraging them and how... Um, we go deeper in the full and human meditations like the let's say the intentional structure that's there to harness chaos to harness these, these ebbing and flowing magnetic tides that push and pull billions of drops of water you know trillions of drops of water on the earth in us all the planets exerting you know force upon each other the moon being a satellite, really giving us a clear understanding of cycles. Moving in 28-day cycles, the same path as the sun. It's so powerful. So how to leverage and harness full and new moon energies. They're in different zodiacs, you feel me? They're, you know, different different elements on different days that are holding power, so... We're just going to go through that, you know, whether you know it or not. You know, maybe you can you know, get a couple of more insights in there if this is something new for you. If you haven't been to any of the Full in the Moon meditations that I do, uh, 35th and Collins or at the Soul Beach House, this is a great way of just checking it out, seeing what this is really all about. So, first and foremost, let's talk about the moon and feminine energy because it's working with the waters, you know, the nurture. Most people with the influence of moon in their Kabbalistic astrology are very nurturing. Water nurtures. You know, it soothes us. It gives our cells life, the ability to recreate themselves. So we need water. Our brains need water. Our bodies need water. Sometimes it feels so good to just be immersed in it. In that that essence that's just everywhere right I, I like being around oceans oceans heal me you know like crazy so 
I'm, I'm very uh, pro-water, but it does something to you to be immersed in it, to have buoyancy because of the salt, to be able to float, to feel the weightlessness of it, to feel held by something that's just a bunch of little drops, <laughs> you know, coming together for one cause, let's say. Intelligently, holding intelligence, holding memory, holding you. So we can parallel the moon to the feminine energy as well. You know, the divine feminine and her cycles. How she is more emotional. The waters, the intangible waters of emotion. Her ability to, to work with the sexual energy. You know, the sacred waters. So there's a lot of water elements that are related to the women, the curve, right? Wave. So the formlessness, the chaos, you may drown. <laughs> but but that's, that's why we do our practice. We do our practice to, to, to train and to, and to master the feminine and masculine energies. But when we work with the moon, you know, we're working with the divine feminine. Depending on whatever sign it's in and whatever planet rules that sign, you know, we may have a masculine, like this next moon coming up will be in Aries, so I'm really excited about that, we're going to do some cool physical things, get our blood pumping, get that fire spread evenly among our bodies, and then we'll focus it with intention and prayer and sing our, our, our prayers and our intentions, really powerful stuff so, what we work with that we sing, right, we move our bodies you know, we, we, we get embodied, we shake off you know, some of the surface stuff, we get a little silly. We start to get circulation moving, we sweat, we laugh. We start to become somber, we start to tune it in, right? We have this flame going, but now we're starting to turn the dial. We're starting to make that flame a laser, focused heat. You know, we're doing this all in the context of the divine feminine of the moon, right? As our medium of movement, of intention. So... It's important to understand that that's well. For it's important for me to convey for you, for those that are listening to understand that that that's how I've been able to integrate the divine feminine in to my life. And not only doing yoga, uh, meditation, um, and working with the divine feminine or women, you know, whatever. It's the same thing to me. Um, I don't want to sound like the divine feminine, the divine. Like you know, it is that. You know, we're talking about the divine feminine, so the context is proper. Anyway. You know, um, it's, it's how I've been able to not only express um, my, my feminine aspect, because, you know, I used to dance as well. And, uh, it was just so awesome to feel graceful, to feel power and grace at the same time. I felt just, just I felt so empowered because I was embodied. I learned that young, so I was blessed by that and to help, help people do that, to open, help them open their bodies up and move them around and breathe into them. You know, it becomes something very powerful and it just happens to work with um, you know some of the, the finer aspects of the internal alchemy that happens within humans, and we'll talk about that. Um, but let me stay on track here because I, you know, I can talk about this for a long time. The new moon and new beginnings. So I just wanted to talk about the difference between the both moons, like how to leverage each one. So the new moon is about new beginnings. It's it's a blank slate. The sky is dark. You see this this canopy of now just stars and space. And potential, pure potentials, pure energies contained in the constellations, preparing themselves to be leveraged or to leverage you. But this new beginning gives you an expansive quality. So from a new moon to full moon, 
the moon is expanding. The sliver in the sky we see after a couple of days, we see the growing and expansiveness. So you want to do things that you want to expand on the new moon. You know, start practices, sign contracts, begin relationships, you know. Things that you want to expand, invest, sign your papers to a, a space. You know, things that you want to expand in your life. You have that expansive energy then that carries itself throughout the life of that project, relationship, what have you. And gives us an opportunity to to tap into that, that, that liquid force, that liquid unseen force that's being pushed and pulled by all these heavenly bodies. And ours being terrestrial and heavenly at the same time. We can tap into that. So we leverage the new moon for new beginnings. Things that we want to expand. And of course, the full moon. Releasing. Letting go. Removing the obstacle. Setting it aside. Saying yes to something different. Most women, either right before the full moon, during or after, have their cycles. Most people are born either... Uh, during a waning moon or just before. Because we're releasing, we're, ex we're expanding, things are falling away to make way for new life, for new beginnings. But we have to release, we have to cleanse. This is about circulation. And these ceremonies, like the full and new moon meditations, are our psychic circulation, the circulation for our psyche to breathe itself with the use of symbols and ritual and being outside or being wherever you are. And it's not, you know, it's not like sacrificing anything, but time, right? But, but maybe 60 to 90 minutes to make time for your soul. Make time for that part of you that just yearns for something more, for something that can be fed by, you know, uh, a substance or a food or a person or a situation that is deemed to be admirable or, you know, make you look good. It's something very personal. And we can use literally these heavenly bodies as participants, co-creators in our own life and our own creation of what we want to feel and think and act upon. So it's always interesting to see that the majority of the time most people focus on the full moon. You know, they're about that full moon life. It's beautiful, no doubt. It's like a shining orb in the sky. <laughs> you feel me? It's the ultimate exhibit of, of the nature of life, of beauty, right? But uh, it's hard as hell. Like most lunatics <laughs> flip out on full moons. You know, like right now, what's that? What's going on over there? <laughs> it's a waning moon still right now, so. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's very interesting that werewolves, one of the mythical creatures or real creatures that, that roam our earth, are influenced by that moon. For me, it's a sim the symbolic nature of the like subconscious, more instinctive reactions that we have, that animal within us, that limbic response system that's waiting to come out, that we repress. 
when you have any imbalances in there, you know, <laughs> you got any little cracks in the in the molding, man. Once that that full moon hits and it begins to wane and pull and push all that water around in there, making a deeper imbalance, more significant exaggeration. When you have some parts of people that get a little little loco, a little lunatic, right? Lunatic. There you go. So. We must stay in balance. You must keep the cycle from waxing or just waning. You have to wax and wane. If you just only do new moons, let's say you're only focused on just trying to get stuff started. <laughs> go, 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 go. And you never learn how to let go of what is no longer going so that you can reapply that energy toward what you want to go. And if we don't learn sometimes to take that L, you know, to not get what we think we want, and allow for life and allow for our, our determination to allow life to give us what we need. Usually it's that. It's just like, whoop, not yet. Just wait. Hold on. Hold on. Focus. This is, I know this looks good, but like, hold on. Just like, like we're going we're gonna to wane this out. We're going to, you know, go to the full moon or do a little full moon ceremony so I can release some things from what, what you're thinking because it's affecting how you feel. And maybe this person is not really that healthy right now or everyone else. Like, but we have to, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful, like, chamber that, that happens, a clicking chamber. And the faster that we can understand cycles and we embrace them and leverage them, you know, um, the faster that that chamber unfolds and we have these, these beautiful synchronicities open up and, and we have that flow life, which is so beautiful and so amazing and very possible. So... Um, by leveraging that, the new beginnings and the releasing of yesterday and staying in the moment in both of those cycles, it's a beautiful way of preparing us for, you know, just life's ups and downs, the, the waxing and waning, the ebb and the flow of the relationship with others, with ourselves, with our environment, you know, our, literally our environment. You feel me? Like, so really taking into account that when you come into a sacred space around these energies that you're not only just working with this moon outside of yourself we're not only just reflecting the sun that's shining right there right we just can't see it but we can feel and see its reflection it's bouncing off of this you know what I mean like so not only that but it's also our mind how we shine the thoughts that we really want onto the moon right onto our emotions into the waters of our heart so that we can feel what it's like in the situation that we're visioning and we're holding the thought. We do this, we wax and we wane, right? We wax, we have good thoughts, we wane, we have negative thoughts. And it just depends on whether we spend more time waning than waxing, you feel me? <laughs> whether we spend more time, you know, or were we balanced, do we understand that it, it comes and it goes without the judgment, we can we can sharpen our wit and, and help cleanse our, our subconscious, you know, and our conscious minds. So these these ceremonies, these meditations do that. Activate the body, get you synced with your, your, with your soul, with your body soul, right? The connection. Soften and, 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 and hit subtle spaces through the vibration, the singing, the, the breath work, uh, the connecting of us together. And then that group intention, the, all the intangible ways that we work when we do the full and new moons. You know, when we leverage cycles, it's all about cycles. It becomes something that the physical realm just obviously manifests, proton, electron, neutron, and they cycle around each other, these magnets, these, these positive and negative polarities. You know, I got my left hand, I got my right hand, my left hand's negatively charged, my right hand's positively charged. Then I can do that, I can rub my palms together, 
for a certain amount of time and then begin to rotate my palms because I do harmonium. Uh, I can just rotate my palms, but it's, it's so powerful to be able to feel the magnetism in the body and to know that when you do do work in the sun, making sure you expose your spine and your forehead to the sun, that you are drawing in and activating the sunlight in your bones, that which radiates light, that we can tell how old you were, you know, and how old that bone has been here through the sun radiations, that radiation within us, you know, that, that we're using to not only to sweat out impurities physically, but to really activate things in us, activate ourselves, activate, you know, our ability to, to, to feel through our vision what we want and then have that happen, have that be tangible. So that's, that's, that's the reason why a lot of the times when I'm talking about, and I'm joking, but I'm not joking, <clears throat> excuse me, when I'm talking about coming to the meditations and participating, I say, you know, you, you know, you either want to be entertained or you want to go in, you know, going to enter. So it's like that, you know, we have a good time, but everything is geared toward the power of leveraging these poles within us. You know, ADD, ADHD, bipolar, you know, all these different mental, emotional, um, I think. I don't want to, it's not even a dis-ease, it's just um, symptoms. These are just symptoms of the imbalances within us, either in our brains and our bodies, a little bit of both because the nervous system is an extension of the brain and the body. You know, we have, we have a rise in these things. It's affecting our children, it's affecting our elders, it's affecting midlife, 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds, there's no one's escaping it. So if we can start just on the physical part of ourselves and work our way to deeper and finer levels of balance, then that, that man, that works. And if that's just going and exposing yourself to the new moon, doing some things, and exposing yourself to the full moon, doing some things. I mean, it's, you know, 60 to 90 minutes. I usually do 90 minutes, you know. Um, Mm-hmm. And the Gnostics know what's up with the nine. So I, I have I have time, you know. That's, that's 180 minutes a month. 180 minutes a month is nothing. To have time for your soul to connect with community. Sometimes it's me and a bunch of people. Sometimes it's me, me, me and you. Depends. I don't I don't do this, you know, for the crowds. And I, I, I'm marketing. You know, whoever comes, comes. But it's something powerful. It's something that's so healing. It's been so healing for me in so many ways. And... Um, you know, it's deep in my understanding of cycles of feminine energy, you know, quite frankly, like to understand um, the cycles of, let's say, my woman and, and what she's going through, her ups and downs, so that I can I can be that sun that's consistent right there. It, you know, <laughs> you feel me? Like I'm there, you know, 365, boom, I'm moving, baby. And you're moving fast, you know, you're moving fast, you're gathering wisdom. But I'm right here, I'm shining, I'm shining, baby, I'm shining. So that, that is, it's important. It's a great archetypal type of exercise for me. And I use symbols and archetypes a lot because they help. Because we're impressed upon, you know, every day by these archetypes and these suggested symbols um, about what we should and should not think, feel, you know, whatever. So it's important to program yourself, deprogram and reprogram, baby. You know, and that's, and that, and that's another way. Um, that I leverage uh, the full and new moon meditations. It's so good. It's so good. I learned so much. You know, I, everything always comes up perfectly for me between these these fourteen day intervals. So um, each time for me is is um, 
is a way of, of gathering uh, a deeper understanding of myself and, and things that I couldn't see before, you know, things that were hidden from me. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just super grateful that, um, you know, uh, it's available for us, especially in Miami. We're on the beach. Oh, my God. You know, it feels like we're the water brings us closer to the canopy, like we're so close. We can kiss the sky and the stars, you know, and um, and it's so beautiful. Both are so beautiful. Like I said, I know the full moon is gorgeous and it's a drum circle and all that cool stuff. It rained last time. It was crazy. Um, but um, that new moon, if there's a nice rain or something or it just happens to be clear, it should be clear. Oh, my God. You really understand. You understand what it means to start over. You understand what a clean slate is, you know. There's so much new energy and force to work with. It's important. Things coming to an end and that we can build again from that. You know, it's important for us to learn that. I'm sure our ancestors were taught that through ceremony or, you know, whatever type of storytelling like griotic traditions always have that where we, uh, the, you know, we have totems. We have, again, archetypes that uh, are the hero and the adversary and the, you know what I mean? Like all these different parts of our consciousness and we're able to, you know, look at them, play themselves out, the characters. That's what's happening when we're doing the full of new moons in Aries, full of new moon in Taurus and Scorpio. You know, like these are these, these, are these characters um, and they give us these insights into parts of ourselves and parts uh, the consciousness of those around them. And then the beauty of the Kabbalistic approach that I bring and that Nam Yogis bring is a planetary hand that's in the puppet. The puppet is the, you know, the zodiac sign, but the planetary hand is the one that's moving it. It's the source, you know, it's the unbridled force that is, you know, guiding these fractionalized um, representations these bipolarized representations of that one force so we can see even deeper in there and really get some juicy stuff and work with the finer uh, subtleties and underneath, um, you know, everything that's seen. And that's this, this, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, that's what this is about. You know, you, you can believe and not believe in it. This is the ability to see the unseen, the ability to feel without sight and then make that sight, you know, come and represent itself as a, as a material uh, representation but to feel it coming to, to feel its presence you know we see such a small percentage of light a very very small percentage of the light spectrum humans do uh, we, we, we just we, we have the capacity uh, it's been probably like atrophied like our pineal gland has been but we see such a very short amount of spectrum that to really believe that we're alone, to really, truly, sanely say that there is nothing else that's here, just because you can't see it, you know, it just helps me, like, let me tune in. <laughs> like, you know, when you tune in before class, why do you think you do that? To tune yourself in, that's true. But you tune yourself into the space that you're at as well, that you're containing, because you're getting ready to expand your space outward into space, you're getting ready to you know, push the self in all directions. So it's good to come into conscious harmony with your surroundings, like your lover, like your friends, like your family. We, we warm up and, and then we, we get deep in there and you know, we understand the dialogue, you know, 
comes from a place of warmth and safety and we can really open up. So that's the same thing that these energies do for us. They give us an opportunity to see parts of ourselves, to get in there. Ah, oh, yeah, that's me. You know, I got a Scorpio full moon. Oh, eBay. <laughs> you know, perfect. You know, the creative waters, the Shakti, that Pluto in there, you know. So much power, so much potential that I can catch before it gets out of control, redirect, and use for, 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 my, for my benefit and for the benefit of those around me. So if you ever have an opportunity, check my IG. That's S-O-L-M-A-N. It's the advertising for the full moon meditations I do on 35th of Collins. And <clears throat> springtime's here, summertime, move around. Do some things in a lot of different places. I want to thank everybody that has been coming out for the years and supporting. Everybody listening, I do appreciate you spending time here with me. Um, and I do hope to see you in class. So don't forget, check out my website, E-U-G-E-N-I-U-S, yoga.com. That's eugeniusyoga.com. You can find out when the new full moons are happening. Check out some of my music, my services, Kabbalistic healings, private customized Kabbalistic yoga, really good stuff. You got tight hips, you got tight shoulders, stuff like that. But definitely come out, you know, come out to a fuller new moon and and just have an experience. You know, have an experience with some other people, have an experience with yourself. It's not like a traditional yoga class. It's a meditation, it's a ceremony. It's the rites. It's the way that I myself and those that are drawn to these types of events pay homage to the blood that flows in our veins, the memories from our ancestors. In this life at least, right? You know, we choose our blood, this, these lives to, to activate something more. The lineage of us, you know, and, you know, having children, but also just having you, having the being you're walking around, like people have died so that you can be alive, so that you can thrive, so that you can learn and make mistakes and grow stronger. But you can read the stars and understand the cycles of life so that you don't have so much fear, you're not afraid. You're not easily tricked either because these cycles demonstrate themselves in others. You can see cycles can feel people's thoughts and you don't have to say anything (laughs) you know what I mean like it's we're always talking we're always talking it just just depends on if you can listen to what's being said so that's 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 a that's a big takeaway from these types of events you learn to listen to yourself you learn to listen to what's being said and felt and how to then like spark that how to then apply that energy to your week to your month to your business to your relationships how we can redirect any of these let's say fixed in stone attributes that are usually thrown upon you know like horoscopes or things that box you in and don't allow for you to leverage something like things that just will never change will just always be this way you'll always be this or you're this Oh, you're always that. Even Kabbalistic astrology, like, the soul is most important. The soul will demonstrate qualities, true, that are potential. 
at the same time, these, this, these souls are fingerprints of the Most High, the fingerprints of God, the rays of light, and they're very unique. So come on out to the full of the moon before I keep talking all these poetic words because I'm inspired and I'm in love with life and I'm in love with the divine wisdom. I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to serve you. Um, next moon coming up as of this recording will be April 5th. It's a new moon meditation. Aries, we're going to burn it up. Check me out again on IG, S-O-L-M-A-N, Instagram, Facebook, I am Eugenius.S-O-L. You know, check me out over there. Um, and yeah, I'm just very grateful. Hope everybody has a blessed weekend, day, life, lifestyle. Make sure that you take time for yourself. Make sure if you don't come out then go in and honor it, you know? Honor yourself. It's right there. It's waiting. It's been talking to you this whole time. It just wants you to pay some attention to it. You may not know what to do and, and how to make it work, but if you relax, if you can breathe deep into yourself, it's, it's, it's going to unfold, man. It's going to unfold like sweet honey. Sweet, sweet, sweet honey. That dripping. That really good honey like that organic joint with the bees that make it really good. Where it has like the little pieces of honeycomb in there. That's so good, right? If you ever had that with the honey with the honeycomb in there, oh, so good. Yeah. All right. I love you guys. <laughs> Blessings. I'll see you soon.